So it looks like my message um, to Troy just went through. Your message to Troy? Yeah, I messaged Troy because I wanted to see if he could record something about something like tangentially related to today's episode. Okay. And uh, he got back to me literally as I was counting down to get into the pod. So uh, I'm going to see if I can get him to record something uh, in the next like 25 minutes. And I'm just going to, we're just going to do it live. And if it's super awkward, I don't care. It's going to be great. We're going to fuck it. We're doing it live. Yeah, basically. Um, All right. That's bold. Spence. Let me, let me text him. Let's see if, let's see if he can do it. Cause if he says no, I'm not, I'm not going to cry about it. Uh, can you do it in like 15 minutes? Welcome to soul of a truck. It's where you listen to Spencer talk about what he's typing. It's like a, a typing tutor, but it's not, doesn't help you type at all. Yeah. I'm telling him. We're we're what we're recording right now. <laughs> we are. That is true. Yeah. Anyway, so let's see what he says. If he says no, well, I guess I'm going to leave this part in because I'm a monstrous troll. But until yeah. I until I get that hard, no, let's do the real pod. So welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band, the killers, the 2020 of podcasts. How's that make oh, you feel, Michael? Damn. No, I don't want to be anywhere near the 2020 of podcasts. Well, I feel like there's probably way worse podcasts that came out this year that are deserving of that title. Yeah, but like, you know, I think I think we should, you know, wear that title on our sleeve before someone else, you know, is awarded it so we can sue them and make all that sick suing another pod money. Do you think there's really money in like cross pod litigation? I don't know, but I think I saw cross pod litigation at South by like in like 2003 or something. They were great. Mm. Okay, I didn't I didn't see them live. I watched a video of cross pod litigation in 2003. Cross South by cross pod litigation sounds like a medical condition. It does, but it also sounds like a really sick like like uh, uh, emo band or or a cool snowboard trick. Yeah, I did a cross pod litigation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sean White hits the pipe and whoa, is that a 1080 cross pipe litigation? <laughs> is that the only snowboarder, you know, Sean White? Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, probably. The only other snowboarders I know are from fake snowboarding games like Cool Borders. And is he related SSX. to Jack White? No. Is he related to Snow White? No. Is his mother named Snow White? That feels like I feel like Snow White would be related to Sean White considering, you know, his profession. I honestly don't know his mother's name. But if your name, if your real name was Snow White, even as a female, I fe- I feel like a lot of times people would think you're a cocaine dealer. I mean, yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it, it could be troublesome in some aspects of life. According to the Maybe. internet, Sean White's mother's name is Kathy. 
Um, oh, Kathy White. So it's just a normal mom name. Yeah, it's like a normal mom name. But I still wish, you know, in in my head canon, his mother is Kathy Snow White. <laughs> Kathy Snow White. Yeah, that's wow. a that's a sick name. I would I would listen to that lead singer's band. Kathy Snow White. I mean, when Kathy Snow White sounds like some uh, like a woman, like a middle aged woman who only makes Christmas albums. Yeah. You know, I would listen to the hell out of that. It sounds you know what it sounds like? You know, what Kathy Snow White sounds like it sounds like the title of the sequel to the song Snow by the band, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> what? How does it sound like that at all? Well, I just I thought it was sounded like a the sequel to a red hot like a uh, I thought it would sound like a red hot chili pepper song and then it occurs to me that there is in fact a red hot chili pepper song called Snow. Can you sing that song? Do you know that song? Yeah, it's uh that's the one uh come to divide that the things that I tried were in my life just to get high on. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Nice Spencer. Yeah, that's my uh, spoken word uh in queer quiz in what's the thing where you sound like you're asking a question inquisitive inquisitively toned version of snow by the red hot chili peppers inquisitively toned is is exactly how i would describe your body type <laughs> wow <laughs> Also, 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 I got a response from Troy. He says he could do it tomorrow. So here's what we're wow. going to do. So when we get to the point in the pod where I need him to where we're going to insert the thing, we'll just. Uh, just react to it like like I'll just insert it in there and then I'll be like and then afterwards we'll just pretend that how great it was. Um. And for the record, if it's not in there, since we've talked about it so much, we're literally just going to leave this entire conversation in and our reaction because editing is for suckers. Yeah, that's been Spencer's motto since we started all those times. He's like, oh, I had to edit that out or I was going to edit the pod. That was a lie. Yeah, no, there's... I learned very early. Yeah, we don't we <laughs> we edit things on the pod, but the things I edit, I don't talk about. If the I, only thing Spencer really edits out is when he like goes on a tangent about like flat earth and shit. Yeah, so. no. When I do that, like <laughs> when I when I start just spouting off against um, you know, uh people who don't look like me and uh poor people, uh that's when I just start editing things cuz you know, we we try to keep things, you know, PG-13 I hear on the pod. Oh, that's I mean, we failed even with the stuff we haven't edited out with that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's like, no way. Yeah, this this is and, you know, I said, what was it like two weeks ago? I said this podcast to my grandmother. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah. What were you thinking? I mean, she who knows if she'll listen to it, but she probably will. You know, my grandparents are cool. And, you know, oh, you got cool grandparents. Neither of my grandparents. Well, none of my grandparents are alive anymore, but if, if oh, they well. were, they would not have the technical wherewithal to listen to a podcast. Well, you know if, what I mean? Well, rip, rip one, you know, rip your grandparents. Sorry, bro. Oh, you know, they lived good lives. I feel you. So but also, um, sorry. I don't know. 
Spencer, are you taunting me? <laughs> You're gonna send me a postcard later. It's like, sorry, your grandparents are dead. What's what's it? Oh, little Mikey gonna cry. <laughs> gonna piss a little, yeah. shit a little. Maybe come, maybe a little bit of cum. Little Mikey Junior gonna cry. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Guys, we're on fire today. We're on a real heater. Ugh. It's because of this song. It's because the song we're gonna do. Yeah, really. Hey, Michael. Um, do you have a pun this week? Because I've been struggling all day for one, and you know, I thought about like you know, uh, leg joints, but that doesn't really be funny. And I thought of uh, clothing that you wear around your neck. Uh, but I, I couldn't get to work. So, Michael, you got anything? Um, let me try. Let's Go. See. You know what? Uh, I believe in you. you, you it's your so turn. It'll be short. This is a short story. I want to tell a long winded one and leave you guys waiting for, you know, our high quality covers content. <laughs> but okay, the part that everyone turns off. Oh, well, maybe you'll listen to it this time if I advertise it. We do covers and it's good. The cover section really is like <laughs> why I do this pod. It truly is. Spencer goes all out on the covers and uh, it shows. Yeah, it's it's really just for me. The podcast is just for me. It Yeah, I mean, this is Spencer and I. I uh... Michael's just along for the ride. Yeah, it's true. I really am. That's not but... true at all. Michael, I love you. <laughs> Make your pun, Michael. <laughs> the, the, okay, so turns out that, um, what's the guy's name from Tiger King? What's the dude's name? Oh, uh, Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Yeah. Okay. So it turns out that, did you know that he got released from prison? Really? How, yeah. How's, how's that going for him? But then they pretty much put him right back in because, you know, one of the stipulations of his parole is that he couldn't deal with tigers or really any sort of wildlife anymore because of all the fucked up bullshit he was doing at that park which you know you saw in the documentary yeah 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 but you know they, a, a photo comes out of him being you know some dumbass because he's continuing to try and do this popularity contest because you know, of course now that the documentary's out joe exotic is just you know living in the spotlight he's bopping he's bumping it. yeah yeah he's i mean he's jamming you know, hugely popular and so he you know he you know that guy loves it yeah. But, uh, you know, picture comes out of him, you know, basically claiming the name Tiger King. But he is in kind of like a I, I kind of I guess he was trying to make himself look macho, but he's like basically kneeling on a tiger. And, you know, with this crown, this whole like regalia and everything. And then, you know, immediately thrown back in jail. They grab him, violation is parole, throw him back in jail. And, you know, it's funny to me that out of all the things that Joe Exotic did, the thing that actually finally put him away was just having knee on Tiger. God damn it. See, I knew it was gonna be that, but yeah, no, that's that's the only way that could have gone in a way where it wasn't awful. I mean, truthfully, Spencer, I feel like you would have 
done so, like you feel like your thought process with puns is you think of that like you would probably thought of knee on tiger yeah yeah that's exactly one of my things but, but i you're I, like i want to go further i want to take this further like uncomfortably far exactly i didn't want i didn't want tiger to be the word is the problem you yeah know? exactly exactly you know i wanted it to be like knee on Tige R. But I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't get it there. I couldn't figure out how to, you know, spin that. You ever, you ever have that problem where you, you think of like half a good pun and then you can't, you know, finish? Yep. You ever feel not so fresh? You ever, yeah, yeah you know, down, down there. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, just really, you know, not fresh. No, I'm going to be honest. My balls felt great. Same, but that's neither, <laughs> you know, but that's uh, that's because of the Febreze. No, that's neither Twix nor Taint. Can you just imagine someone just picture in your mind's eye? a dude just spraying Febreze on his balls. I bet that would sting. I'll get back to you. I'll let you know. You're going to Febreze your balls. Wow. I, I, I appreciate that at a certain point, we just decided to sacrifice our bodies for the pod. I, I'm, I mean, I, that's basically my entire life. I just did laundry because uh, my hoodie, I have a hoodie that looks like Solaire's armor in the, oh, the game it. Dark Souls. Yeah, you've seen it. Um, and, uh, like I thought I had been smoking cigars cause I'm a bougie boy yeah. and, um, it smelled like smoke know. and I was like, okay, well let me get some like Febreze and like just spray it down. And as soon as I like got it out and put it on a hanger so I could like spray it down, I was like, oh, there's like foods, like, like spots all over it. I'm going to have to actually wash this thing. So I ended up just washing it. But now I've got the Febreze and I don't know what to do with it. And I figure, you know, first thought, Febreze on my balls. balls. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like it's like that spray for like uh, like that vaginal spray. What is that called? Like Eve? I have no idea, dude. Yeah. I, oh, I mean, I know it's a thing. You know, there's a, no, a I know. Spray, but I, I'm sure they have that for balls too. You know, I'm sure that yeah. one of those companies. You know, I, I'm pretty sure that's one of like some of those wipes is, that Alex Jones sells, right? Tactical wipes for like when your balls are sticky. Isn't that what isn't that what Axe body spray is? Kind of. I mean, yeah. Axe body spray isn't even deodorant. It's just like a little bit of like shitty aerosol cologne that you put on your body. Yeah, it makes you smell like hot, fresh, hot Phoenix. ass. Phoenix or chocolate or you know rage i don't know or what the fuck does rage smell like mysticism i don't know that's the name of the axe body spray you know angst angst darkness imprisoning me oh imagine imagine being like new to the pod and this is the first episode you listen to and you're like (laughs) oh man i sure love this song neon tiger and there's like just 15 (laughs) minutes about talking about spraying spraying your balls balls with febreze yeah Welcome to Soul of a Truck Pod. It's not what you thought. I mean, it it 
It is though. It, you, it, if you, it's if you, super. If you is. looked at that image, if you looked at that image, that image is on purpose. Everybody, we got a good friend of ours, Rennie, who's a way better artist image. than like that yes. image would like suggest. Right. Like, like Rennie made this beautiful picture, and sent it, and I was like, it's too good. Yeah, and I actually sent the request, and we may have talked about this previously on the pod. Yeah, we're almost 40 episodes in at this point. You might need a refresher. Exactly. I sent her a message back that said, could you make our image look less professional? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just make it look as fucking bad as possible. Like, like we're not paying you enough money to, to like, do this, like, well. Do it badly. <laughs> right? Sometimes. So, Jesus Christ. <sighs> I feel like we've just reached like peak pod irony, like right now at this exact moment. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, like I think I think we've we've circled back around and we are now our maximum amount of self-aware. <laughs> this is as self-aware as we'll ever get, folks. OK, yeah, basically. So so anyway, so the song Neon Tiger by the band The Killers. What do you think of it, Michael? I actually really like the song. It's one of my faves on Day and Age. And Danage? Dan Age. Danned Age. I'm looking for a little DNA. That just sounds like I'm like dick and ass bio like biological material or yeah, or dick and ass. Yeah, it's like TNA, but it's DNA. D yeah. and a except tits and ass is tits and ass. It's not tits in ass. No, dick it's, in ass. DNA is dick in ass. Yeah, but it's day or and just, it's day and age. And so it would be D and a. Oh, there's just something so stupid about. The idea of in text, the word dick in ass, dick. but it's like an in with an apostrophe, you know, like the little, like the little rascals or something. The little rascals in dick and ass. No, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> really, it meant something. It meant something different back then, Spencer. Oh, okay. Dick and ass didn't mean. Yeah, you know, it's it's about a it's about a butt. it's about their friend Richard. And yeah. they're and his, his pet and his donkey. donkey. Yeah. And his donkey. Yeah. Uh, I'm worried my roommate wow. thinks I'm talking about him, which I'm not. Um, I'm going to text your roommate right now. Do it. But so, so, so you like this song. Yeah, I do. I think it's a, I think it's a good one. I really like the bass line. It's probably one of my favorite parts about the song. It's, it's, I it's, think. it's, it's a very Mark song, like Mark centric. Yeah. But see, it's I, I feel like this is the antithesis to Joyride, which we can talk about because we covered. So bang, Joyride bang, has a great bass line, but I do not like that song. Yeah. Neon Tiger, great bass line. Love the song. That's fair. I, 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 I'm into that. I think this is not the best song on Day and Age. Um, do I think it's great? Yeah. Do I think it's the best? I don't even think it's like top five on day and age. Hmm. But this is this is coming from me who thinks that day and age is an overall masterpiece. So, you know, it's really hard to. 
you know, pick your favorite. But but it's a good song. And you know what it is? I think I I think the lyrics are just kind of bad. That's really what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not the my favorite song lyrically. Cuz but it's uh, it, it's it doesn't it's not as bad as Dropkick the Shame. Yeah, but you know, look, it was a more it was a more innocent time. And you know what? When Brandon writes Brandon lyrics now, you're like, oh, it's Brandon lyrics. But like. When Day and Age came out, Brandon lyrics weren't as. Expected or they hadn't released enough albums or I was too young to fully appreciate how Brandon Brandon lyrics were. Okay, and so so far and so this song like the lyrics always kind of stood out as like kind of eh for me. And also, you know, it's a little it's a little bit all over the place. Like like halfway through the song, it almost kind of goes like all like big fuck off carnival, like Moulin Rouge or whatever. <laughs> it It is very theatric and it does have like a Moulin Rouge thing going it, on. It You know what it feels like? It, it feels like a Samstown song. And yeah, definitely. It definitely but, feels like it has the the, the the theatrics of Samstown in there. But but here's the problem. It's like a bad Samstown song. That's I don't know, Spencer. I would have liked this if it was on Samstown, too. I think it would work better on Samstown. Unfortunately, and this is the problem. It's also very out of place lyrically in Samstown, but like musically and like how it i don't know how to i don't know what i'm even fucking saying anymore like i no i just i feel like the lyrical content of the song doesn't match with the themes of day and age or yeah but matches with wait i've already fucked up let's start again the lyrical content matches with day and age, but the way the cadence and presentation of the of the song is closer to Sam's Town. How's that? I can go for that. I, yeah. yeah, I hear that. Plus, uh, I, I always thought the song was about like a bar in Southeast Asia called the Neon Tiger, hence why I kind of got Moulin Rouge vibes. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm just thinking of that that one night in Bangkok song from that musical. God, <laughs> that's what Neon Tiger is. Can we just talk about that for a minute? Hot time, Oriental City, but the city don't know what the city is getting. You know what that? You know that one. You know what that musical's about, right? It's about chess. It's about chess. Yeah, like no the one. The la creme of the chess world. Yeah, like that song. like you listen to you listen to that song like without context. Because it plays on the radio all the fucking time, or at least it does. Yeah, it does in Austin, especially yeah. on Bob. Yeah, exactly. Here in Austin, we've got uh, Bob FM. Our, our, uh, we don't really give a shit what we play. We kind of play everything station. Yeah. Uh, and the song One Night in Bangkok comes on all the time. And if you just hear that on the radio, you're like, okay, it's about going to Bangkok and Bangkok's kind of, I guess, seedy. 
you know, and then you yeah. look up the song because you're like, you know, because it's kind of a bop, right? <coughs> it is. It's a great song. I love that song. Oh, it's it's a fucking classic. It's like it 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 gives me all those great vibes. Sorry. Welcome to Soul of a Truck. A uh, who made that song? It's like Murray Head, a Murray Head uh, review podcast. Yeah. But but it has that kind of like weird, like like uh like fascination with Asian culture from the eighties that yeah. songs like um Big in Japan and China Girl has. Turning Japanese. Turning Japanese. You got another one? Uh no, I because all of oh, and uh, Passage to Bangkok by Rush. There you go, Passage to Bangkok. Everybody loved that. <laughs> oh kung fu fighting kung fu fighting (laughs) that was that was a little earlier but yeah still the the point i'm trying to make is that that song has all that shit and then you actually look it up and it's from like uh you know an american versus a soviet chess master uh love triangle uh like musical and you're just like really I don't even think it's a musical. I think it's like a concept album. Is it really? It's not a musical. Yeah, I think. I, it was I think there was like a stage. I it was a stage production. I I don't know. I it's a it's it's a concept album from the eighties, as far as I'm concerned. It's like it's like Jeff Wayne's The War of the Worlds, which I've been listening to lately. Which is the only reason I'm bringing it up. Hold on, I'm looking this up. Michael Glamp for a second. Uh, you know. I'm sick of Spencer trying to get me to take him to build a bear. It's really weird. And it's this thing he's got ever since we started the pod where he just wants to make all of the killers as build a bears. And then he wants to kick his roommate out and have the band, AKA all the killers, teddy bears live in the other room in his apartment. Yeah, that makes where sense. I, I so assume they would live in squalor. So according to this, it was a stage production uh, that was on it was on Broadway in 1988. There it is. And and it was in London's West End in 1986. So it played on both sides of the Atlantic. But enough about Murray Head and his killer (laughs) track about the city of Bangkok. We're here to talk about Brandon Flowers and his sick track about Neon Tiger, the city of Saigon and also Old Assam. <laughs> which, Old Assam, which I believe is in uh, Asia, uh, India or something. Damn, Spencer. What? That's what Neon Tiger's about. Well, no, it's about a tiger. What is I was it really about a tiger. I have not looked up any like lyrical information about this song. Is it really about a tiger? We'll get to it in the lyrics, but according to Brandon, yes, the song is just about like a tiger and its desire to be free in the wilderness and shit, you know, because he lived in Vegas and you've got. You know, oh, yeah, like Siegfried and Roy, Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. And there's all those tigers. I guess he's more familiar with that type of like showbiz tiger shit. Yeah. He probably watched Tiger King and was like, oh, fuck this guy. I don't know. You think you think when they come back like and start touring again, you think they're going to start 
playing Neon Tiger and dedicating it to Joe Exotic. <laughs> I saw a tiger. Yo, that'd be sick. I'm not. I'm okay. We need to tweet this at, at the killers right now. I mean, if they don't like animal exploitation, they probably would want nothing to do with well, Joe Exotic. I mean, yeah, you're right. We should we shouldn't tweet this at the killers. We'll do they it later. Think, they probably think he's a huge douche. Well, yeah, Which, honestly, Joe Exotic is a huge douche. Yeah, like what? What is what is the? Where's the argument there? <laughs> oh man, controversial opinion. Joe Exotic, yeah. huge douche. I'm kind of starting to think that he wasn't the good guy in Tiger King. Yeah, no, I think I'm starting to think that he might have been kind of, you know, it might have just been a show about exclusively bad people. Yeah, people who do things like, I don't know, start zoos for personal gain, take creatures out of their natural habitat, you know, except for that one guy, the dude, like the drug guy. Oh, yeah, the drug guy was fine. Yeah, drug guy. A hundred percent did nothing wrong. I've uh, literally forgotten the name of everyone except for the two main dudes on Tiger King. What about Doc Antle? That guy was totally fucking crazy. Yeah. He, With his like crazy he, women sex cult. The thing about him was like, you're watching the show and you're like, you're almost okay with him. And then you start to like. Hear, realize what he's up to. Yeah. He's, he's one of those people who like is really good at like. Wow, welcome to welcome to things we should have talked about on like our second fucking episode of a pod. Right, Tiger King. Like Tiger For King, real. like real. Fuck, dude. We are we watched that I mean, I don't know about you. I watched that show when it was coming out, but Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I was one of the day ones. But like we're over here just yakking about it almost eight months later. Like, what the fuck, dude? What is wrong we're with so- us? We're so 2000 and late. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mario is the drug guy. Mario. Yeah, he was he was my favorite guy. He was he did nothing wrong. He was he was a good boy. I mean, he did see a guy get cut up and killed. So who cares? Who hasn't? You know what I Uh, you know what I call it when I see a guy get cut up? What? Tuesday. Drive faster, boy. <laughs> wrong, wrong song. Anyway, uh, so let's go into the Reddit because I, I got some Reddit threads oh, here. Reddit. Yeah. Uh, so first thread, this is called uh, Why Don't People Like Neon Tiger? And of course, the first thing we got to do is we got to sort by controversial. Uh, uh, OK, so user Pring Cult. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. And it says, I've seen a lot of hate slash disliking of this song. And personally, I think it's one of the best on day and age. Is there anything in specific people don't like about it? Anything in specific people don't like about it? Okay. Uh, First response, uh, sorted by controversial, of course, uh, is a comment deleted by user one month ago. Uh, to which is responded by user uh, CRGBRN or Cringe Barn, as I've decided it's pronounced. Cringe Barn. No, just no. 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 Uh, and then let's see here. Uh, 
Zazar Studios or is it Jajar Studios? <laughs> Jajar Studios. Jajar. You know, it's that's that's how you pronounce a Z, right? When it's <laughs> Absolutely. like you nailed it. You say it like a like a like a very soft J. <laughs> anyway, it's a pretty bland track, in my opinion. As much as I love Stuart Price, I think and think of his work on Day and Age as mostly successful. His overly sanitized approach to that track robbed it of any character. Damn. Damn. Woof. All right. And now I'm going to I'm going to sort by uh, top because I, I want to see what the what the other end of the spectrum is. Uh, Live it out says they don't question mark. Neon Tiger is awesome. Day and Age does not have a bad song. IMO. Probably the strongest album start to finish. I agree with you. Live it out. Yeah. Um, it's a, Day and Age is a very good album. Yeah. No, it's it's. I think I think musically and lyrically, I think it's where the band, you know, set out to make like most expressed the vision that they were going for accurately. Does that make sense? Was that totally? It's yeah. peak killers. It's peak killers. And then uh, one more. Brandon Flowers Tash said, I for one love it. Then again, I love lightning fields on ITM. Spoilers for the pod. And that doesn't seem to get much love either. So what do I know? And then Stwatchman says, I stand with you. Uh, you mean Saint Watchman? Stwatchman. Stwatchman. <laughs> mispronouncing things is like my job dude yeah that anyway, is true. Not, that enough is... of that thread all right so this is my favorite of all of these um my ranking of track eight on every album and there will <laughs> be there will be spoilers for the pod in this one so you know skip Cover to years. 39 minutes and 14 seconds to uh, miss this part i'm not actually gonna edit the time code and don't kid yourself um okay I so dream of it spencer what i wouldn't dream of it i wouldn't dream of anything like oh yeah spencer's definitely gonna remember or do that editing thing <laughs> he's i really gonna do that thing he said he was gonna do i really do listen to the entirety of an episode before i like upload it i just i'm also i just think conceptually speaking editing is funnier when i don't do it does that make sense I guess, Spencer. I guess. Look, the pod is ultimately something that I have to be happy with, Michael. That's true. That's it's, true. It's not for anyone but you and me. And maybe the people who made Blink-155. By the way, I should aside this. Uh, you know, the pod that we're based on just ended, which is sad. So Yeah, what are you going to do with yourself? I'm going to keep making my pod. Until we're oh, done. That's right. We have. A, that's right. We have a pod. Yeah. Right. I know. Right. <coughs> but hopefully, Sam and Josiah will have more time, and we can get them on our pod to talk about the killers. That'd be fun. Hell right? yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Anyway, song number. Uh, so so this is like a ranking of all the track eights by the killers. I love this concept ranking only track eights. I love it. Yeah. So, so number six is out of my mind, which is 
uh, from Dub Dub, which I don't even remember how that song sounds. So yeah, I don't either. We're going to have to listen to it for the pod. I know. And so. then number five is Show You How from Sawdust, which I barely listened to the first three songs of Sawdust. So. Same problem. Michael, how do you feel about Show You How? Uh, it's just, all right. Just your short version since uh, you it's know, OK. You don't want to spoil like, the pod too much. It, yeah, it's it's rather OK. And then. Number four, Neon Tiger. That's what we're talking about here. And I'm going to read his whole blurb here. There's blurbs here, but I'm not going to read the, the blurbs because we're going to we're going to release those as the song as the pod continues. So uh, Neon Tiger, he says, I really like the whole atmosphere of this song. I think that the combination of the lyrics and music paints a picture in my mind that just feels really nice. Plus, that bridge is pretty damn epic. Although I do wish that it could have been a little longer. It's a song that I do like. I feel that it is quite underrated in the grand scheme of things. Oh, dude, what? Okay, sorry, I read ahead in this list. Don't well, I like what they say about I like what they say about Neon Tiger. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. But I think Neon Tiger should be higher now that I'm seeing what the other song eights are. Uh number three, Bones. Uh, I, I believe I believe I speak for both of us when I say wrong, wrong, just wrong in all caps. Uh, number two, the rising tide, which we've covered that on the pod, haven't we? Yeah, we did. Yes, we have. We yeah. have done that song. Yeah, it's from BB's. Uh, and then it's from BBC, from the BBC. Yes. And then number one, 100 percent agree with this. Michael probably doesn't. But number one is, of course, Change Your Mind, which I might have mentioned about a dozen times is probably my favorite killer song. Spoiler alert. Uh, it's a good song. We'll cover it one day. Yeah, I was I was thinking about when this song was going to be in the pod, but that's that's another spoiler. So don't uh, don't think about that too much. Y- yes, Papa. Now, here's where I think this list sucks. Okay. First of all, realizing that Rising Tide is on here and Bones. Yeah. I, I, okay. I don't know where to put Bones in relation to Neon Tiger, but uh, Neon Bones Tiger is definitely, both of those songs are better than the Rising Tide. The reason Rising Tide is so forgettable. Yeah. But Change Your Mind is definitely the number one. That is correct. The yeah. number one that he's got is correct. But, but like, Bones should be last. I'm sorry. I hate that song. I am also not a big fan of Bones. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the big pot spoiler. Like I've mentioned Change Your Mind before, but Bones. Yeah, if you're into Bones and you're listening to the pod. You should stay because we want you to listen to the pod, but at the same time, don't expect us to say nice things about a song that you might like because everyone (laughs) likes that song. And I think me and Michael are united in our extreme dislike of that song. Yes. Yes, Yes, absolutely. Unequivocally. Anyway, anyway, enough about pod spoilers. Uh, So let's see what other people think of this sort by controversial. Uh, Let's see here. Neon tie. So user macho machops don't cry. Oh, yeah, we've we've seen machops don't cry on here before. 
Uh, he says of Neon Tiger. I'm not going to read his comments on anything else. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say one thing about the. No, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. He says something offensive about a song I like. Um, so in regards to Neon Tiger, he says this song is a mystery. Might go read it because my brain just exploded. Wow. Yeah, you just like. Okay, uh, Neon Tiger. This song's a mystery to me at times. I love it that at others. Whoa. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't just you, Spencer. It was this comment is typed and was not edited to make sense in the English language. I love that at others. I think what this what is this dross? What is this dross? Okay, this song's a mystery at times. I love that, that at others i think what is this dross okay yeah that whole middle part is a, a, a it's just mad fuckery sorry my don't cry that is not okay an interesting track for sure though shout out to william shatner who uh has just guest starred on our pod briefly right. to read that comment mystery to, to me, me at times i love, I love that at, at others <laughs> I think what is this dross? Beautiful. Wow. Also, uh you scroll down to the next one. Uh Jade Diamond Jade 009, Diamond. number one is listed as bones. Big wrong. 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 I welcome to Soul of a Truck, where every week Michael and Spencer just shit on the song Bones. <laughs> <sighs> And everyone with a differing opinion from us or who doesn't please us on genius. Yeah, exactly. This 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 pod is ultimately just our hubris. On display. No, just just our hubris. That's our it. our hubris. Anyway, next thread, because I don't want to read people being wrong anymore. Okay. Um, oh, well, I got bad news for you. Oh, for fuck's sake. I just saw it. So Reddit user Machops don't cry. <laughs> this fucker <laughs> just rediscovered how powerful Brandon singing is. Tiger. That's the name of this. I know it's the Uncle Johnny of day and age. What? What? Okay, Hold I don't the... know about that. Wow. Like, like Lord wrong of the wrong of the nation of wrong. Fucking oh. Uncle fucking Uncle Johnny is a fucking banger, bro. Yeah, Uncle Johnny is a great song. And I can say that because we've covered that. That's not a pod spoiler. That's a it's it's a fucking banging bopperino. It's a slang banger. Slam bam. Thank you, ma'am. That was a. That was it. That's all Spencer's got, everybody. Anyway, I know it's the okay. We read that. Yeah, those vocals are absolutely top notch. Give it another go. If like me, you usually tend to skip this track. Thanks, Machops. Don't cry. Uh, the top comment in this thread is from LCS EXS. I will never pronounce things correctly. I think it's better no. that way. 
Yeah, I do think it's better this way. Uh, it's literally just the part of the song where Brandon goes, Come on, girls and boys! Everybody makes some noise! Mm-hmm. So you good. don't like that lyric, Spencer? Have you, got, have you ever heard that in a song, somebody saying, Girls and boys make some noise? Have you ever heard that rhyme? It's actually, if you sort by controversial, it's still the top comment. <laughs> Some oh, people love that. Some people are just, you know, that's that's an interesting moment. Angie. OK, so this is actually kind of uh, 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 a an insightful comment. Uh, if you sort by controversial, the second post is ink inquisitive, but it's spelled ink inquisitive. Okay. Like, like the thing you write with. It says great song. Apparently, Brandon was, quote, trying to write like MGMT when he wrote it. I don't really see much inspiration apart from the chords in the verses going up, then back down a bit like time to pretend. That whole run of eight tracks from the start of day and age is gold for me. I'm just not too keen on the world we they say love in, but it's live in after it. (laughs) we love him that's gonna be my cover track yeah, the world we love him that sounds like a daytime soap opera that sounds like a really that sounds like the name of like a really bad self-love podcast <laughs> the like, world we love in okay that's like hold on hold on podcast. welcome to hold on hold on let's let's do like an, a, a brief excerpt from the world we live in do you want to host okay. do you want do you want to do yeah, the intro I'll or do you want to do the intro do you want me to do i'll, I'll do the intro the okay all right in. all right here we go here we go go hello everyone welcome to the world we love in a podcast about what it means to love yourself and those around you my name is starfire moonchild and with me as always is lord peace himself spencer peace spencer a blessed day to you A blessed day to you too, Mike. Uh, Starfire. <laughs> Our ruse. Uh, it's been shattered. Today we're going to talk about the top 12 drum circles in the Bay Area. I've been realigning my chakras all week in order to appropriately assimilate the enjoyment of all of my shock, all of these drum circles. Starfire. Dr. Peace, Mr. Peace, I want you to know, last night, I made love to a coconut. And while I was looking at the stars, I thought, I wish Father Peace was here. Don't worry. I am always with you. That's true. We share a van that we cohabitate. And scene. I, I couldn't think of anything else, so I just ended it. I'm, I, I, That's fine. I mean, we completely broke when you almost <laughs> called me Michael, so. <laughs> you remembered my name is Starfire Moonchild. So. You don't understand how much he fucking, like, had to, like. I hope you could. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I could tell that it was a challenge. There. I am. I am hoping and praying that I can, that, like, the amount of snickering and giggling that I was doing before I spoke like comes through in the recording. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm not, I'm oh, not, yeah. I'm definitely not cutting that. Um, anyway. Uh, so the, so 
my favorite we user Spencer again. Yeah, for real. What? Are you on the next Reddit thread? Are we done with Reddit threads? No, no, we're on the next Reddit thread. There's one more, but I was seeing if there were any other good comments. Uh, now there was a comment by Potato Tony, but uh, I'm not gonna read it because it didn't really have a good thing. So let's just go to the next one. Song of the week. 17 Neon Tiger quote background info Neon Tiger is the eighth track from 2008 album Day and Age frontman Brandon told the quietus I assume that's some sort of publication yeah I've never heard of that publication I was trying to write like MGMT and it's nothing like MGMT it never turns out that way with Samstown I was trying to write a song like the Arctic Monkeys spoiler for the pod and of course it's nothing like them it turned out to be this big boisterous thing, but that's cool. It's actually a good tactic, I guess. Thanks, Brandon. What? Brandon tried to write a song like Arctic Monkeys. I've never heard a killer song and been like, that sounds like Arctic Monkeys. But I guess he's admitting that. Well, no, apparently Sam's Town was supposed to sound like the Arctic Monkeys. The song. The song? Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, nothing the Arctic Monkeys have done sounds like Sam's Town. Yeah, no, no, not even not even a little bit. I love you, Brandon. Yeah, same. And of course, the first comment is, of course, come on, girls and boys, everybody make some noise. Right, we're, we're certain by controversial. OK, same fucking top comment. Apparently, if you post come on, girls and boys, everyone makes some noise. Everyone, everyone on the pod will respond to it. In one way or another, and it will be both top and most controversial. Uh, Wookie128 says, It's interesting how Brandon said he was trying to replicate MGMT. They were a new band back then, so it must have been a high compliment of flattery. Whoa. Yeah. I agree. I I also see, okay, look, down here, Horatio Matador. I strongly feel that this should have been released as a single. How insane would this have been as a single? I would have loved it. You know, that's you're getting you're almost getting ahead of us because we have a live version this week from like a talk show or something. And it's just like, why would they play this on a fucking talk show? But that's a spoiler. We're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Come on, girls and boys. Well, OK, OK, Everyone OK, make some noise. Man, it's going to be problematic for Spencer to have to be saying, come on, girls and boys, with all the YouTube stuff he looks up. <laughs> for real. For the pod, of course. Yeah, for the pod. Thank you. Like, Jesus. <laughs> okay, so, God, we're almost an hour in, aren't we? I told yeah. you this was going to be a fucking long one. I warned you well, about this. this is a song. This is a song. I did. By okay. The, by the band The Killers. All right, let's get into the lyrics, because we've... We really I'm the mom. So verse one. Oh, hold on. Let's read. Let's read the let's read the about because this is a different thing than the previous thing. OK, so a little explanation of this song, courtesy of Time Out Chicago, Time Out Chicago, Time Out. Let's talk about Neon Tiger. That's symbolism, right? And then Brandon goes, no, it's about a tiger. I'm not an animal rights activist, but I was trying to feel what it must be like to be Siegfried and Roy's white tigers. And you can draw parallels between them and myself. B 
being performers from Las Vegas. I was finding similarities and putting them in song. And then there's a picture of either Siegfried or Roy putting his hand very close to a tiger's uh, bite parts. Mouth. Mouth and teeth? Bite parts. My God. Bite parts. That's what they call them. (laughs) Tiger bite parts. From, I mean, this, I can't believe this is really about a tiger. It's, it's about the perspective. We should have known. It's about a tiger. It's a literal song about a literal tiger from the perspective of the tiger. It, it reminds me, if you've seen <sighs> the, any videos that are like ripping on that Cats movie, the new Cats movie. And how they play hashtag release like the a, butthole cut. They 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 play like interviews with that guy who was talking to Andrew Lloyd Webber about the play, and everybody tries to Musical. scrutinize cats and like that it's like some kind of like deeper meaning or there has to be something more to it because it's like such a plotless musical. And Andrew, and, and Andrew Lloyd Webber's just, just like it's it's about fucking cats, dude. Yeah, yeah, Dave, it's about cats. That's what that's what this. You're like you're trying to scrutinize this and be like, is it about Brandon's struggle to? It's like no, nope, it's about a fucking tiger. It's about a fucking tiger. It's about being a tiger. And reading this interview from okay, I opened up this interview yeah. from Time Out. It, when did this come out? Let's see. Oh, August second, two thousand nine. Wow. Yeah, like quite a while. 11 years huh yeah it was like right after day and age came out this these outfits that they've got on for this photo op dave is looking like dave is fucking gorgeous in this right like dave's got the the eyeliner on he's still rocking the like samstown era eyeliner yeah he's got a tiger ascot Mm -hmm. he he's got a very like axel rose thing going on yeah he's he's, got these like furs yeah he's wearing like like a fur like short sleeve like like cardigan maybe i don't know what the correct garment it's amazing to me that in this photo out of everybody brandon looks the least like he's wearing like a costume brandon looks like he's just wearing like that's just what brandon Brandon, that's brandon looks like he just got off work yeah brandon put on a a silvery jacket yeah he's like he's wearing red pants and a bow tie and nothing else no um and a white shirt (laughs) and he's just put on this fucking silver jacket then ronnie i can't believe i can't believe brandon was hanging dong for this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then fucking ronnie is like fucking han solo with an ascot or yeah he, he or he's like got a, a very like or like a what's that wire tie bolo tie bolo tie yeah and then and then mark is just he just looks great yeah mark looks like uh He's got a secret he's got to tell you. He's standing with this like very coquettish pose. Yeah, he look uh wearing like a, a you know a vest yeah. with a scarf, button down vest. Like, like uh, tan jeans or something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, th- th- this is this is like a like peak killers photo. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I love it. This is a great killers photo yeah. from 2009 and I, they describe Brandon in this interview in like the little blurb at the top as the epaulette loving frontman. I mean, he in, he does love epaulettes. In this era, he fucking wore epaulettes. Yeah, he was the into the epaulettes, especially Sam's Town. 
Yeah. Uh, we've seen enough Samstown Live to see the epaulets. If you don't know what epaulets are, let me give you a little education here on Soul of a Truck, a podcast about uh, ornamental shoulder pieces. It is an ornamental shoulder piece or an item of clothing, especially on the coat or jacket of a military uniform. You know, you know who Brandon was probably adjacent to with this idea with the epaulets? My Chemical Romance. They were wearing a lot of that kind of shit, too, with that, you know, Black Parade with the yeah decorative costumes. And then Brandon was like... I wanted to perform like, you know, Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. So Hold on, stop, I'm... stop, stop. Is is Brandon Nicolas Cage now? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see uh, Nicolas Cage play Brandon. Like, what was what was the Nicolas Cage fronted the killer's film be called? A shake a little. So verse one. <laughs> <laughs> far from the evergreen of old Assam, far from the rainfall on the trails of old Saigon, it's the way it's written is the trails of old Saigon, but the way it's sung is the trails of old Saigon, uh, straight <laughs> from the poster town of Scorn and Ritz to bring you the wilder side of golden glitz. I always thought. Because I never actually knew the lyrics that this was about a bar, which I mentioned before, but turns out, no, it's just about a tiger. Assam and Old Saigon are places in India and Vietnam, respectively. They both provide an appropriate habitat for tigers. This neon tiger, however, is far from these places and thus far from home. And then straight from the poster town of Scorn and Ritz. Ritz is luxurious accommodation or ostentatious luxury in general, e.g. putting on the Ritz. The poster town of this must surely be fabulous Las Vegas. The scorn is perhaps the contempt that the people running casinos must have for the suckers that go there to gamble. That's a bit of a read. And then. uh, Oh, and those were comments from. Huckalowki. 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 Let me see. And, and Oisu. HK Locky. And I guess Oisu. You're probably right. All right. Oisiao. Yeah. And then Hurricane 98 says, even though everyone thinks that things are handed to you on a golden platter when you're famous, there are a few things you'll have to work for, or there are a few things that you'll have to work for. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> great. Okay. Great. Cool. Great. Hurricane. I'm very proud of your comment. That's a comment, bud. Yep. Anyway, so the chorus run neon tiger. There's a lot on your mind. They promise just to pet you, but don't you let them get you away away. Oh, run under the heat <laughs> of the Southwest sun. And so there's a tiger and there's a dude and they're in the the wilderness of those places that were mentioned in the first verse. And the people are like, come here, baby, you're a tiger. And the tiger's like, I'm a fucking eat you, dude. And then they like shoot him with a trank gun. And now he's under the heat of the Southwest sun. This is why we don't let Spencer talk too much. (laughs) 
he gets into story time with Spence and, you know, they have to call the doctor. So verse two, Michael. Took to the spotlight like a diamond ring. That's a weird analogy. Yeah. Took to the spotlight like a diamond ring. How does a diamond, I guess a diamond ring, I mean, you know, yeah, a diamond comes, ring sparkle. It, it, it is definitely like a focused upon but thing. But in, in no, in no frame, no one says that. That's not a turn of phrase. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you know how like it, it's said in like catchy, like catchy pop music and like, especially as stuff that is popular with a lot of people. Um, it's all about using popular turns of phrase. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Green Day uses a lot of popular turns of phrase in their music when you really think about it. Brandon does like the opposite. He uses things that are like kind of like it almost could be. I mean, the name of our podcast, Soul of a Truck, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you could have said a lot of different things and they would have been flattering and like touching ways to, you know, reference someone. You've got the soul of a fighter, a champion, a, you know, you've got the, even if it was another inanimate object, you could probably do, get the soul of a mountain. That yeah. would be, you know, soul of a truck. Very odd. Yeah, exactly. This one took to the spotlight like a diamond ring, came from the woodwork in the hopes they might redeem themselves from poor decisions to win big. Yeah, that's such a weird lyric. More Vegas, more, you know, more Vegas stuff. Yeah. Which you're going to get. That's just kill us, baby. Yeah. And I'm not going to read the annotation for Run Neon Tiger. There's a lot on your mind. They'll strategize and maim you, but don't you let them tame you. You're far too pure and bold to suffer the strain of the hand and its hold. And this the, is basically the way you read that, Spencer, was like somebody nervously reading their first poem at a poetry. Have show. you ever fucking look? I have a lot of trouble reading things on the pod. Like I'm really bad, so I always have to like nervously enunciate everything I say because I'm always worried that I'm gonna like misspeak and sound like a dumbass on the pod. Oh, no, you've never done that. That's exactly my point, Michael. <laughs> OK, now, before you read the bridge, I'm going to start playing the song uh, Tiger by Neil Sisurega. OK, because it's also about a tiger. We're, we're going from the lyrics straight to. Oh, my God. All right, Michael, I want you to read the bridge as fast as possible. I don't want to be kept. I don't want to be caged. I don't want to be damned. Oh, hell. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be saved. I don't want to be S-O-L. Give me rolling hills tonight to me tonight. That is Santa among the thousand thrills. Mr. Cut me slack. I don't want to go back on a new day and age. Oh, there's the album title. Come on, gay boys and girls. Everyone make some noise. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. Oh, wow. I forgot. It was something that I was for, you know, this song has the name of the album in it, and none of the Reddit threads mentioned that. Yeah, well, because no one gives a shit about Except that. Except for us. Except we for do. us. We, yeah. Soul of a Truck cares. We do. Brandon, just so you know, we noticed, and now I feel honored to know the song that the album title came from. So, uh, so I, I mean, with Battleborn, it's obvious. With Wonderful, Wonderful, it's obvious. Yeah, with but, hot fuss and day and age, it's not so obvious because they don't say hot fuss on the album. I don't know. My favorite song on hot fuss is the song hot fuss. Hot fuss. Hot, Sick there. of these raccoons. Hot fuss. Welcome to Las Vegas. 
Put the chips down, baby. It's me, Brandon, and the boys. Ah. (laughs) Friends of the pod, if you really want to make me happy, send us your, your, your favorite version of the song Hot Fuss by the band The Killers. Hell yes. I'm just going to keep asking for covers until someone actually does it. Because I, I want will one day I, I, I feel like, you know, if we're truly blessed, truly hashtag blessed. One day somebody will just stumble upon the pod after we're like, you know, 75 episodes in and like literally crazy from just basically talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About the killers for over a year. Exactly. And it'll just they'll just, you know, they'll be in the know and it'll just pop off. And we'll, we won't. We'll at first we'll be like because you know we're feral in this scenario yeah it's taken over but we continue to do the pod using some sort of like simplistic like tin can and ropes you know here like very let's do our impression of let's do our impression of episode 75 spencer and michael uh episode 75 would probably be around uh halloween of next year so we've probably just reviewed bones so okay um, but episode 75 wouldn't be that episode. So, um, so here we go. Ready? Uh, I'll start. I'll start. I'll start. Okay. Song. Me hate bones. We're not to only eat bone. We no talk about bone, Michael. We talk about other song. <laughs> Apparently we're weird cavemen in this in this scenario. In just in just forty weeks, in just society will collapse to the point where we're Spencer and I are like like lost all intellect and are like radiation addled homunculi. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see here. Uh, no, hold on. Let's see here. Glamp for a second. Um. So anyway, talking about that Build-A-Bear thing, if you really want to help Spencer, just go ahead and email the pod at soulofatruckpod at gmail.com. I'm a little bit worried that he's too into the killers at this point. Oh, distant urban warfare combat sounds. Me really like this song. Very good, Brandon. Brandon explode already, but he good singer. Come with me. That's the way Brandon sing. I want to eat bone. Song. Killers. Dave Kuning. He favorite. (laughs) That from before time. Now only boom boom is sky demon. The Shadow Dave, now Nuclear Shadow Dave. Don't blame me, I voted for Vanucci. We've really hit a new low with this episode. I I don't think so. I think I think I'm gonna <laughs> I no, 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 I can't even finish that sentence. <laughs> so um 
They do the chorus again. Run, Neon Tiger. There's a prize in your head. There's a genius annotation on the third chorus that has three down votes. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Can you read this? I don't even feel comfortable fucking reading this. Okay. We're on the... Oh, we're on the lyrics? On the lyrics in chorus three. A lot of people are attracted to her. The tiger. tiger, And want her, though she just wants to be free. They will do anything to get her and control her, but he offers to protect her at all costs. What? Why? What is with fucking people? Hold on. Should we even say the name of the person who fucking? Yeah, you got to feel your shame. Tenshi, Tenshi Keki. Tenshi Keki. But like, for real, can we just take a minute? Like, there's always like one guy in every genius lyric annotation for the killers that the song is like about a girl. Yeah, or just make some really like wild, baseless claim about the song without I, all you had to do is consult the bio that's listed for everyone, you know, and you would have seen that this song, by, as told by Brandon, Look, but it's not about a girl. Yeah, but it. But, I mean, like maybe that that's their interpretation. The thing is, you know what? Death of death of death of the fartist. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. Death of the fartist, guys. We got to honor it. Yeah, exactly. So you know what? Sure, the song's about a girl. And all of my friends think she's just a tiger girl. I love that song. Shut up, Michael. Okay, away, away, oh run. I'm begging you, neon tiger run. Under the heat of, under the heat of, under the heat of the southwest sun. Neon tiger. Growing up in Southwest New York, there's a lot on you. Tigers. Mind. I wanted you to keep talking. I just was going to sing, You're gonna like sing, sing your own little personal. Sing under you. Yeah, no, just sing under <laughs> you. Like, like be your background music. Actually, here, here, here. Just give, give, give a backstory of Brandon real quick. Here, go. Growing up in Southwest New York. This is what New York Brandon, sounds like. Yeah, this is. <laughs> Brandon only found solace in a stuffed tiger he had named The Keelers. And, you know, amidst the gunfire, bombs, and daily smog of the hellish warscape that was New York in the 80s, Brandon found a way out, and that was to become... A Las Vegas showman. That was beautiful, Michael. Thank you. You're welcome, everybody. I'm so glad. If you I- want me to do your eulogy? I will. I, I don't even have to meet you, but I'll make you sound like you're a lot cooler than you probably are. Yeah, probably. So, um, so this this episode, we actually have a bit of a name the same this week. So, uh. Uh, I, I put in Tiger by Neil Sisurega just so I could find a spot to shove it in there, which we did. So I'm happy about that. Uh, but we also have there was a track from Mega Man X3. Inside uh, that is there's a level, there's a boss in Mega Man X3 called Neon Tiger. Wow. Yeah. And so uh, hopefully if Troy actually sends me the recording of it. I'm going to insert right here um, audio of Troy 
describing the plot of Mega Man X3 because he has a podcast about platformer video games, including games like Mega Man X3. The podcast is called Up and Down and All Around. Yeah. Take a listen. Yeah. We just plugged someone else's pod for them. So listen to that. You're welcome. You're welcome, Troy. Um, And because of that, we're going to we're going to just leave a little gap here uh, and play his uh, his description in four minutes or less of of Mega Man X3. Hello, 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 everybody. Troy Reeves here, the host with the platform most of Up and Down and All Around. Spencer uh, asked me to give you guys a brief synopsis on Mega Man X3, uh, probably just because I did have recently had a Mega Man X episode. Uh, not, uh, haven't truly played this game recently, so uh, I do apologize on that end, and I am just going to go off the uh, Wikipedia page that I found, but I'll try to sum up the game here. Um, as best as I can, which is uh, Mega Man X3, also known as Rockman X3 in Japan for you diehard fans out there, uh, is a Super Nintendo game that came out uh, in uh, 95 and 96, respectively. Uh, Mega Man X3 obviously takes place in a fictional future in which the world is populated by humans and intelligible robots called Reptoids. Like their human creators, some Reptoids have involved themselves in destructive crimes and labeled as Mavericks. After twice defeating the Magret leader Sigma, uh, Mega Man X1 and Mega Man X2, the heroes, Mega Man X, or we like to just call him X, and Zero must battle Reptoids scientist Dr. Doppler and his Eupopia of Maverick followers. Uh, obviously, Mega Man X3 does follow the tradition of both of the uh, original Mega Man series and the Mega Man X series as standard action platforming adventure, uh, action platforming games. And the player exercises a series of eight stages in order while gaining various power-ups and taking the special weapons of each stage boss. So again, if you ever played a Mega Man game, it's pretty much a standard quote here. However, Mega Man X3 is very special in the series because it is the first time that uh, Zero is actually a playable character. Granted, in very limited form, but it, um, it still it was a cool novelty because obviously Zero was kind of the the fan favorite, and even like uh, a lot um, Inafune uh, really wanted Zero to kind of be the face of the franchise. So uh, that's uh, kind of a cool tidbit there. Uh, there is a PlayStation Sega Saturn version of Mega Man X3, uh, like a 32-bit version, as you say, um, that did came out um, again and went in the same year as well. Um, that's outside of that. There's not that much more to talk about without um, the spoiler. Like kind of like you know, you're trying to beat each Maverick boss to get to Doctor Doppler, which. Um, but granted, uh, spoiler alert, uh, which just a, was just a ploy for Sigma to return. He was creating a new body for him. And guess what? Sigma turns out to be the final boss. Um, I would say spoilers alert, but if you had played any of the Mega Man X games or even the Mega Man games, you kind of you gotta know uh, this is just the standard quote uh, standard quote of it here. Um, from what I played of Mega Man X3, uh, from Mega Man X1 and 2, 
it does have a significant drop in quality. Not, I don't want to say significant, but it does have a drop of quality that I think the first two games had. It's, it's far from a bad game, but I can see how this is kind of was the start of the downhill trend that the series will ha- have later down the line. Um, I would still recommend it. It is in the Mega Man X Legacy Collection here, but um, I would probably go to Mega Man X or Mega Man X2 first before going to X3. Not for story, just to kind of give you a better understanding of why the series is so special. But uh, yeah, uh, that's just kind of my synopsis on Mega Man X3. Uh, thanks, Spencer, for letting me do this, and I'll give it right back to you here. And now you and me, we got to react like it was awesome. And by the way, if he doesn't send me anything, I'm just going to leave this part in. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, cool. All right. Now, all right. Now we're going to react like it was awesome. Ready? Three, two, one. Ah, man. Thanks, Troy. You're you're a good. Thanks for thanks for your excellent description of Mega Man X3. You know, I love Troy. I do too. I, I love him. I think I think uh, his podcast up and down and all around really really shows what platforming video games mean to people. Hey, I'm I'm on the podcast multiple times, guys. So if you like my voice, um, just listen to Troy's podcast. Exactly. It means especially the episodes I'm on. Exactly. Tr- Michael is on several of those. I keep I I probably won't ever be on that pod because because uh, you don't play platformer games. Yeah, I play like shooty shoot games. Yeah, shooty shoot games and in, in like Club Penguin. Yeah, Club Penguin and um, Roblox. Big fan of that. You're great at Roblox, though. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Exactly. Anyway, so this is the uh, Neon Tiger stage music from Mega Man X3. Oh shit, yeah. It's kind of repetitive, eh? Here, okay. Here we go, one sec. I don't want to be kept, I don't want to be caged, I don't want to be damned, oh hell. I don't want to be broke, I don't want to be saved, I don't want to be yes so well. Give me rolling hills and tonight can be the night that I stand among the thousand thrills. Mr. Cut me some slack cause I don't want to go back, I want a new day and age. Come on girls and boys! Everybody makes a Wow. I want I want you to know just for a visual of like of this, I was sitting with like just my fucking head in my hands the entire time you were fucking doing that. <laughs> you loved it though. That was fantastic. What what'd you think of that? The the uh, I loved it. I love old video game music, and I don't I don't remember that tr- particular track, but I don't. Great. The thing is, I don't think anything will ever top the Mega Man Two opening track. So I have a lot of opinions about Mega Man. <laughs> well, Mega Man 2. Well, I was trying to copy the Mega Man X soundtrack and, you know, it never sounds anything like that. But this is what we came up with. It's Neon Tiger. Exactly. It's Neon. 
Was that was that again your Brandon impression? That was actually no. <laughs> that was fairly good. It still sounded a bit like Nicolas Cage, but like it was closer. Anyway, so this uh, is I really want to see a Nick Cage freak out as Brandon, like Nick Cage playing Brandon Flowers doing a classic Nick Cage freak out. And at a band meeting. <sighs> so this is uh, the this is the artist Nutsy Nutsy. K-N-U-T-Z-Y. Nutsy. Sounds like, sounds pretty nutsy to me. And this is their track, Neon Tiger. I believe this is an instrumental, so, you know. It's kind of dubstepy, if I recall. How do you feel about dubstep, Spencer? You know, dubstep has its moments. Not many of them, though, like. Like, I, I have to be in, like, the right mood to get, like, the real, like, dank wubs in there. We're going to play this till the drop happens. Oh, God. Wow, what a fucking weak drop, eh? Right. Zero out of fucking ten. What you hear that? Nutsy. Nutsy, make better drops. You you need you know what I bet I bet in like a live setting that, that is a sick drop, but personally maybe. Like I'm 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 gonna give it the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I don't listen to dubstep enough to make a fair assessment on that. That's my that's what I'll say. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, okay, so next up we've got the band Origami and their track Neon Tiger. Also, this is from the album Lovers in America. my favorite of the sound the same so far name the same name yeah you know what this reminds me of this sounds like a latigre song or something yeah right or like a kind of like a yeah 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 song an earlier one i dig that i hear it This song is actually kind of catchy, though. I like it. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. Yeah, thanks. Uh, origami. Uh, origami. Yeah, that was sick. Um, OK, next up, we've got uh, Harry Bow. Uh, I guess the name of the artist or is this a is this a that is the name? Is, of, a Ger- is this a Gerwig? Oh wait, not on coverage yet. No, no, this is this is the name of the artist. Harry Bow Sunrise. Oh, okay, it's H A R R Y B O. Yeah, it's not Haribo. I thought, I thought it was like H A I R Y B E A U. Hey. 
I've, this is I've really mixed feelings. Very modern music. I have a really mixed feelings about the way you spelled that. <laughs> that is a this is like this, that's a very like different a, connotation. Exactly. I would listen to the shit out of someone named Harry Bow, though. I mean, yeah. Can y'all dig it? I'm just letting this go for a minute to see if someone starts singing. This sounds like somebody created like a trap version of the Rugrats theme song. We have to see if that exists now, Michael. Yeah, obviously. Rugrats <laughs> trap remix. Oh my god. Spencer, if it, if it exists, you have to make this by the ringtone for me when I call you. And you have to do it because I'm going to call you all the time. <laughs> no way. And the image is uh, Tommy Pickles sitting in an inner tube with some shades on his head. He doesn't look like blunted or, you know, like high as fuck like they usually make cartoon characters look. In these types of things, like, you know, it's always like SpongeBob holding like a joint with like a wad of cash. Spongebob can't fucking smoke a joint. How do you know? He's underwater. There's no fire underwater. They have a whole song called the Campfire Song in one of their episodes. They have a campfire. Yeah, but but the moment you know that it's like that you can't have fire underwater, it goes out. <laughs> Haven't Is that the rules? Yeah, there's like Them's there's the there's literally a gat. This isn't even that good. No, it's not really. It's really yeah. not. Please don't make that your ringtone for me. Yeah, there's continue to have it as Switchfoot. Hold on, hold on. Let's see if this one's better. This is like the same. We're gonna listen like 15 seconds of this. Uh, okay. While while I look for the clip of. This sounds exactly the same. Oh wait, because this is that's just what that sounds like. The Rugrats theme. It's already very like. This sounds exactly Yeah, this the is same. this is the same thing. But luckily I found I found the SpongeBob clip I was looking for. So okay. I can I can I can like prove to you this is a real SpongeBob gag. We talked about Yeah, I know I'm thinking of it, you know. Well, you're thinking of the C A M P F I R E S O N G song. But they also do this. We can never go home, Pat. Oh yeah. I know this one. We'll spend the rest of our lives running running but at least it's warm around the fire. Hey, if we're underwater, how can there be a... Amazing. I love Spongebob. Spongebob's so good. It's so good. My... Let's do a podcast about Spongebob. Oh, fuck. Can we? Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. But the problem is, like... They're I probably already crazy is oversaturated. Yeah, it's not like we're the only people who love SpongeBob. It's a beloved. Yeah, Spongebob. yeah. Like it's, it would be like doing a podcast about like, I don't know, chocolate or something. Like everyone fucking loves chocolate. Like, let's do a podcast about Warhammer. I bet that hasn't been done yet. God, can we just not and say we did? <laughs> you got to get really into Warhammer, Spencer. <sighs> Hold on, forty k or the original. 40k oh god 
Hi, here, let me let me do just a brief preview of the Warhammer 40K podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a battle that happened on some random planet, that event that basically had no impact on the overall uh, effect on the rest of the universe, because in the year 40,000, war is eternal and nothing fucking matters there. That's my entire opinion on Warhammer 40K. The stories in 40K are meaningless because nothing is important because everything is war all the time. That's fair. Yeah. I, I, you as it is literally the most boring fucking universe. Like from a storytelling perspective, because all you're doing is telling meaningless stories with no impact on like with no stakes. Rant over. This is the artist Jason G <laughs> spelled the letter J S Y N the letter G. Jason G. And this is the their song Neon Tiger. A lot of a lot of instrumentals this week, eh? Yeah, definitely. Are you Canadian now? Is that like a thing? Are you doing a bit? No, I I really do talk like this. I'm so sorry, Spencer. It's not what they do. <laughs> what is the what is like the Canadian version of a weeaboo? Is that what Spencer is? I don't know. Oh, this sounds. This is another song. I guess people who like like dub trap. This would work as the fucking Rugrats theme trap mix, right? Yeah, this is exact same. Yeah. I mean, that was something. Thank you, Jason G. I appreciate your music artistry exactly okay so so we're still not even at live versions okay like this this episode really is getting fucking nasty and i did warn you so like i hope i hope you were well prepared for this um i mean as prepared as i ever am spencer this is fair so uh when i was texting you earlier and i was like be fucking ready for an episode this week um I mentioned that there was a bit of there was a surprising amount of name the sames and you responded back with there's probably a band named Neon Tiger. And not and I was right. And there's not just one. There's two. And one of them is actually a reference to the killers. This is the band Run Neon Tiger. It sounds like the concept of a neon tiger just isn't that unique. Exactly. Uh, this is from the channel F3 Singapore. I believe this is like an, an, an interview with the band and they're talking about uh, their tigers inspiration. Hi, my name is Franz. I am Patty. I am Jude. My name is Christian. And we are None of these guys are the tigers. killers. Um, well, no. Oh. formed in uh, 2009. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> since then, uh, we've played at Daybeats both in uh, 2010 and 2012, which has uh, been like a, a great honor for us. Um, Would you like me to skip ahead, Michael? Because they do play music at some point. New bases come on board. So 
there's been a bit of a they're all asian guys it's amazing well yeah they're in fucking singapore michael come on oh i thought this was france for some reason i don't know why I didn't mean to sound so <laughs> mad at you. I feel really bad now. It's yeah, like, I just thought this was France for some reason. You're like, hey, dumbass. Mike, Michael, Michael, I'm really sorry. I feel bad now. Well, we're fighting later, so. It's cool. I'll make you feel bad. Like, physically? Yeah. I'll send you straight to the Walgreens. They're singing a song, Farewell Motel. Farewell Motel. Did that? Come on, boys and girls. Hear the noise, fight the squirrels. Wow, nice arms. That was beautiful. Arms. I love this like whole vibe, like this acoustic shit. And yeah, it's a very, this is a very nice acoustic set. And their drummer is just playing like a a desk. He's just yeah, hitting uh, a with desk. The, with the face on it. What is that face called? That very famous internet face. It's like, is that the face punch face? Some, or like the, the yeah, I, it's got a name. It's got a name. I don't remember what it's called. It's not the face punch face. This is really good, but we can't play this whole thing. Yeah, can't play the whole song, guys. To look them up. What is the name of the band? They are called Run Neon Tiger, and this is their song Farewell Motel. And also that lyric, if love is surrender, why do we even fight? That's great. That's, that that's pretty great. That's really good. I like everything about this. He's, I mean, it's not. He's, I want to hear him cover some kind of love. Uh, I agree. But those guys are just they're so lovely. What, what, a, what about just sweet boys? OK, next up, <laughs> we've got the band. Uh, that's just called Neon Tiger. And this is their song, Live Young. And this is the official music video for it. Live Young? Yeah. Okay, so it's a dude in a leather jacket looking out onto a city. He's holding, are those like the Catholic beads? Or is it just like a bracelet? Catholic beads? Anal beads? Yes, anal beads. The Pope's anal beads. <sighs> oh shit, this has got to be Europe. Why, why do you say that? <laughs> and, then, and then Spencer's like, it's Singapore, dipshit. <laughs> These guys look like Walk the Moon, like not even a little bit. Or not even like a small amount. They just look like Walk the Moon. Oh my god. Uh, that lyric, I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh, uh. I'll fly you in another instance, sir. 
I hate this song. Oh god, this is like. Oh god, it's like yeah, okay. I hate that song. It's it's like it's like. God, it's like really bad emo. It's like yeah. Oh. Oh god, it's like. Ugh, you know, it, I don't even. Oh, that was awful. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm gonna, it's a hard pass for me on that Neon Tiger. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked the first Neon Tiger sound the same or name the same band, but. Yeah. Oof, oof. That oh, that was bad. Okay. Okay. So. God, there's so much. That lyric, <laughs> I'll be your Peter Pan, Spencer. Uh, like immediate, immediately, I'm filing a lawsuit. Oh God, a restraining order at least. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so uh, live live versions, I guess. Just something like since there's like pod episode over. Other Neon Tiger ended it. I don't give a shit about covers. <laughs> fuck. I'm gonna just take a sip of my bevy just to fucking cleanse my palate. Like fuck that. <laughs> Okay, so this is the channel Sporky Dem One, and this is the Killers playing Neon Sporky Tiger live on the show later with Jules Holland. While this plays, I'm gonna look up where that show actually is on. It's in Britain. It's on BBC, right? Later with Jules Holland. I don't know who any of who Jules Holland is. You've never seen the show? No. Brittany and I used to watch it all the time. Really? Okay. Well then. Yeah. Oh, there's the epaulets. Yeah, feather feather epaulets. Look at look at fucking Dave just like harms. Right. Also, brief note: look how like small this group of people is. Like. When you look at like newer killers shows where they're playing like 20 people on stage and this is just, you know, the four dudes and also Ray. Yeah, because they can only fit so many people in the way that Jules Holland does their thing is that like it'll be on the killers and then like the camera just rotates and there's another stage with another band and then they just keep rotating in a circle and that it's just like a circle of bands play wait really is this like a yeah is this like a show with is this just a band show i thought it was like a like a talk show no it's just a band show they don't talk to they, they talk before they perform but otherwise you just watch guys perform in a loop oh that's kind of sick actually yeah, it's like, that's why Brittany and I used to watch it. It's just like, oh, hey, here's a quick live performance from these bands. And, you know, they don't, most of the time it's just four random bands that are not even connected. That's actually kind of sick. Yeah. I mean, you see some shit on there that you're like, no, pass. You know, you see uh, the other Neon Tiger band. And you're like, oh, well, at least I only had to see that once. I... Look at Ray! Fucking, that's like the best shot of Ray we've yeah, ever had on the pod. Full on Ray, we got to see his face. Yeah. Here's the best part. Man, Brandon is feeling it right there. Look at the crowd just not making any noise. Well, that's other bands. 
Oh, and then the crowd that's in the corner. The band, the other band that they showed looked like they were laughing at that lyric, though. I think we were all fucking... Come on, girls and boys. Everybody make some noise. We were all fucking laughing at that lyric. Like, don't kid yourself. <laughs> okay, um, let's let's do... Okay, I got one more live version. This is uh from January of 2009, live in Denver. They don't play the song live very often. Look at Brandon looking like actual business cash. Right. Man, that bass. Bow, bow, boom. You ever see Rush live? Yes, multiple times. Remember how crunchy Getty Lee's bass always sounds? Getty Lee ha- has perfected the bass tone. Yeah, like. Yeah. He's a personal hero. Also, he uses house sound, which is super dope. Yeah. But but that's how good the fucking Mark Bay sounds in this. Yeah, it is fat. It's, it's so fucking thick. I'm going to skip to Come On Girls and Boys. Okay, you're going to Come On Girls and Boys? Okay. I skipped it. There you go. There's the fucking crowd reaction. Yeah. What a fucking crazy song. Wow. Wow. That is an insane song. This this is an insane song. I mean. Yeah. But that 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 live version was. I mean, this is pretty much a song that you have to see them play live to get the full effect because that seemed like a lot of fun yeah no that looks like a blast i mean i'm adding it to my list of like hope when whenever we can see shows again and we go see the killers that's on my hopeful list right now yeah of songs they play no 100 percent. okay so we did we did the whole thing now you want to do covers all right. I mean, I guess we have no other options, right? Yeah, we're we're. Tr- I have to do these covers exactly. So, so you know. let's let's take a little break for like four seconds, so we can play the okay. ad. We're gonna play the ad. <laughs> We've played the ad now. The ad has played. That what a great ad, right, Michael? What do you think of the ad? I mean, it's the top tier ad. It's really, it's it's literally the only ad that we have available. So I've only recorded it once. I'm not gonna record another one. I could make a new uh, version of the ad, but why would I, you know? Yeah, I'm with you, Spencer. Why would you? I think we should. I think I should make a new version of the ad starting for December. Like a holiday version of the ad. And it's just literally you saying the same thing, but with jingle bells in the background. Uh, Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> it was like, what would Spencer want to do? I mean, that would be really good. Okay, so. This is the channel uh, Goodbye Elliot. And this is their song uh, Neon Tiger. By the way, I didn't do a Nightcore version this week because I just I I was doing laundry instead. This is really the answer to that. Loser. Yeah, I know. I just want clean clothes. What do you hate our fans? Yeah. You think you're better than them? Uh, No, no. No, y- you do, but I think uh, yeah. I think our fans and 
and I are, are see see that's how you turn it around everybody yeah you do <laughs> yeah you just you just you know the Wheaties get pissed in and you just piss right you just take the bowl and you pour it into their bowl <laughs> that's a good move yeah exactly bowl. yeah it's a mutually assured piss <laughs> Anyway, so this is Goodbye Elliot and their island style cover of Neon Tiger. One, two, three, four. Oh, this is almost a Gerwig. Almost. It's a Gerwig's. It's It's still a Gerwig. It would just be Yeah. The first word would just be guys. Yeah, that's right. It's a Gerwig with guys. Yeah. With multiple guys. Oh my god. This is a bit precocious for my taste. Yeah, this this has a lot of um fuck me energy. <laughs> like like I think definitely at least the dude in the middle with the guitar he definitely yeah. looks like someone who would play uh what's it called uh Wonderwall at the party <laughs> anyway here's Wonderwall yeah like for real this this is definitely like the the Wonderwall guy I wrote this song for my granddad when he was in the hospital it's called Wonderwall. <laughs> it's called Wonderwall. Today. Today is going to be the day that you're going to probably die, Granddad. Oh, God. <laughs> that was super fucking dark, bud. By now, you should have passed on, but you've held on a couple of months. <laughs> so what did you think of that? Hey, good job, guys. I mean, it was okay. It was, it was, it was Gerwig's. Yeah, Gerwig's. It was another Gerwig. It wasn't anything. It was no fucking Godzilla fan or Max Power. Yeah, that's all I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so this is a Neon Tiger on piano. Um, this is the channel uh, Ryan W. Hello. Clearly, a guy playing the piano. That's not a tiger on a piano. I like how there's like a filter over the camera, so it looks like it's almost like, uh, uh, like it was shot in the old west. No, or like it's like like on like security footage. It almost looks cell shaded, is what I was thinking. Really? Yeah, like you see the really dark lines around his hands. You don't see that? Uh, okay, yeah, I can see it. It does kind of look like that game thirteen. Yeah. Starring oh, David. Starring David Duchovny. The is that really? He was in that game? Yeah, he's the main character. Oh, shit. It's been a long time since I played that game. Yeah, he phoned... It was, it was really hard. He phoned in the hell of that performance. And also... I can imagine. And also, you know, the greatest... Um, you know, to be continued in all of video games that hasn't been resolved. Really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, that game ends with a TBC. 
I never finished it because it's too hard. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the uh, Brothers in Arms Hell's Highway or uh, Half-Life 2 Episode 2. Let me clarify here, OK, because this is some real gamer shit we're about to get into. Uh, but well, I'm not saying 13 was too hard in the way that like, OK, I love difficult video games. It, love it, Dark Souls, I, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. It was like a boner. It, it was it was like but it was not it was too hard in the unfair way where you're just like, OK, this game It's like, is like you're like, wearing okay. like really tight pants and you get a boner. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in shooters, in, in the the most egregious sin in shooters is even at the hardest difficulty level, it shouldn't feel like you're fighting aimbots because that's just like okay, well, fuck me, like <laughs> I guess I'll just like hide and then maybe get some shots off. But like in that, even on like medium, that you just get shot up every time you like are in the open at all. So I'd be like, okay, I can't, I can't deal with this. You're, you're talking to the, the shit's broken. You're talking to the wrong person here. I used to play Rainbow Six. Like the first like three Rainbow Six games, those games were like that. Yeah, you had to oh you God. had to start shooting before you went around the corner, or the dude would just Shrek you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I never played Rainbow Six games too. Yeah. Okay, so I am talking to the wrong guy. Yeah, I've, I have, those are my favorite games. It's not even like a competition. Like the first, the first three games are all bona fide classics. The book. Not very good, but the the games. Very good. OK, I'll take your word for it because I'll never read the book. But. Don't just don't. It's really bad. Actually, the action scenes are really good. Every other part of it is really bad. Very good action, though. Anyway, good. So this is the channel. Gep 15. And this is Neon Tiger acapella cover. Damn. That takes some some guts. Just going up there and just singing the song without anything. She's got a good voice. I mean. What? And you hear somebody calling out an order in the background. Just the, the girl in the background, like just like absolutely sucking a cigarette down. Yeah, man, she is hitting it. What is somebody talking during the performance? I think this is like an open mic night, probably. That was that was good. That was nice. Nice cover. Uh, get 15. It was just. It, yeah, it was surprising I like that. OK, we've we've we're back to we're down to the last cover and I want to make a note here. So so uh, Peaceable Kingdom Power, I texted you the moment this happened because it was the funniest thing ever, a.k.a. Maximum Power. The night of the election released a lengthy video that was basically like Trump 2020. And I was just like, he finally fucking did it. And I was, I wasn't, I wasn't like proud of myself for like calling it way, way back, but it was really funny. 
you called it on on pod? Did I'm you? pretty sure I did. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm like, you know, this is great. You know, maximum power is awesome. He's probably like a Trump supporter or something. And then. He did it. Boom. Boom. He done did it. It was I mean, it was so good. It was I'm, you know, we are, you know, we we prefer the middle left of the political spectrum. And. You know, so we don't support, you know, Trump, as it were. Big, big T. Yeah. Dr. T. But we also try to keep our political opinions to ourselves because, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I just don't like politics and talking about them in the pod because that's just yeah, not how I do. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy. And Michael, because he and I have very good clarity of vision, we don't do that. And then fucking maximum power, like the person who we have constantly endorsed just comes out as a Trump supporter. The night of the it was so funny. Oh, it was so funny. Mean. Oh, don't meet your heroes, kids. Uh, I can second that notion anyway. So this is noted Trump supporter. <laughs> Like how we have to lead in with that now. <laughs> Noted Trump affiliate. Noted Trump fan, Maximum Power, a.k.a. Peaceable Kingdom Power, and his cover of the song Neon Tiger by the band The Killers. Whoo! This is old Max Power you, in like the dorm. You mean the dorm look? You mean young Max Power? Yeah, old young Max Power. Yeah, classic power. The video is old. Rock, the man is young. Rocket power. Did you say fucking rocket power? Yeah, rocket power. So what you're saying? We are riders. So what you're saying is, woogity woogity woogity. Yeah. This is now a rocket power pod. We are riders on a mission. I think this is really good, by the way. This is a good. This is a good cover, I must yeah. say. Uh, I gotta make sure we add. Yeah, but but we don't like him, you know, because of the whole political thing. But we like his music. Don't meet your heroes, yeah, kids. Yeah, separate the art from the artist, guys. Exactly, exactly. You're far too pure and bold. Maximum power. <laughs> wow, that got that got really heavy for a second, eh? It it really did. Yeah, eh? yeah. Okay. Let's get some poutine. Hey, poutine is fucking delicious. Yeah, I know. I that I wasn't being ironic. Yeah. I love poutine. I should really quick. You asked me if uh, why I'm like a Canadian, a a Canadophile. No, I'm not. Yeah, a can a Canuckaboo. A Canuckaboo. I like that. <laughs> no, I hang out. I look. I play. I played video games in a gaming community with a lot of people from Canada, and. I say a because I just like to say a I've always done that. 
uh, I did pick up Zed from hanging out with a lot of Canadians. They actually say Zed. Yeah, the last letter in the alphabet is Zed. It makes sense to me. And so I've picked it up because it makes sense. And so. And calling people Bud is also like a Canadian thing, but like. Like when you call someone Bud, what you mean is uh, asshole. You know, it's like, oh, man, yeah. you call me Bud all the time. It's all right, buddy. <laughs> Which is not Bud. Oh, 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 so Michael. Yeah, probably our longest episode. We're we're getting damn close. Yeah, but uh, what are your final thoughts on the song? Uh, Neon Tiger. In fact, I look at it on the fucking thing. <laughs> the song Baby. Oh, never mind. Oh, it was. This is a good song. I actually really like Neon Tiger, and I'm looking forward to seeing him play it live. I think it's fun. It's got a good spirit. Fat bass line. Oh, it's so thick. And, uh, you know, nothing that we covered today made me like it any less. It does have some kind of goofy lyrics, but, I mean, if you're if at this point you're scrutinizing the killer's lyrics and, like, getting upset about them, why are you still listening to the killers? I mean, honestly, why are you still listening to the pod if you feel that way? Like, <laughs> like. Actually, no, you should keep listening to the pod if you are going to yeah. scrutinize the killer's lyrics, because that's yeah. our whole job. Wait, Frank. Also, you should subscribe and like, you know, donate because that'll show us. Yeah, that you, you, know? you, you listen to the pod. That would be appreciated. Yeah, <laughs> you should show us how, how mad it, you are. With your money. <laughs> that's not how that's <laughs> not how paying for things works, Michael. <laughs> It sure is. Jesus. I mean, look, I don't know how you do things, but every time I say I am never coming back here, I always go back to that store. That's that's fair. Uh, I agree with you, Michael. This song's really good. This album's so good. I I was not changed my opinion. Be over. That's not that's not even worth Spencer. <laughs> I was not changed my opinion. Like, my what are you Yoda? Opinion change, mine did not. <laughs> Good pod. Flowers. Flowers. <laughs> Fluffernutter sandwiches. <laughs> Fluffernutter sandwiches. Those are dank, though. Yeah, like, doesn't, you don't think, you don't think Yoda loves the delicious contrast of salty and sweet? Because I fucking, because I fucking do. I mean, the way you said that was really creepy, but I, I'm into it. It's kind of on brand for the pod at this point. On brand on. On brand on. That's right. We'll see. Yeah, what a way to end this episode with just us. With us weirdly <laughs> etymologizing and also Yoda. Yeah, talking like two drunk uncles at the end of the barbecue. Yeah. Well, Michael, as always, it was great to great to hang out. And uh, uh, of course, and you, the audience, our friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Yeah. And thank you for tolerating us. Yeah, And we will see you next week where we will start doing all of the Christmas songs in reverse chronological order throughout oh, the entire month of December. It's begun. So check that out and uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.